Welcome to the Breakthrough Factory, where the information age meets the industrial revolution. For more information, visit us at BreakthroughFactory.com. All right, everybody, we're here with Carrie Tamenia, who is another of our experts in the Breakthrough Factory, and she brings a unique skill set uh, in a couple of areas. And we're first going to talk about her social media marketing background, and then we'll get into her work as an illustrator and graphic designer. And Carrie, why don't you give us a little background on how you got into all this stuff? I actually got into social media kind of by accident. I didn't set out intending to do social media or any kind of marketing that way. I actually gone to school as a graphic designer and was working with my parents' business as a designer, kind of stepped into that role and then realized that as a small business, they were terrible at marketing in general. Not because they wanted to be terrible, but because they didn't have the resources or the know-how or the time to really sit down and figure it all out, especially social media. Because at the time, 10 years ago, it was still fairly new. My parents were not very computer literate. And so that kind of became my role. And I realized as I expanded my own business, working with different clients and specifically small businesses and nonprofits at the time, that there were so many people who really should have been successful and just could not put aside all of the time and all of the resources it would take them to learn all of these new things. And the thing about social media is that it changes so fast. They couldn't keep up with it and keep up with their business. So I kind of set out to be able to provide that service for them because I really believed in them and wanted them to be really great at what they did. And it was just a matter of people finding out. And the best way for people to find out these days, I think, is through social media. Yeah, it's a very, very interactive platform. And I think you're from the generation. I mean, in my first days in college, I was using punch cards and PCs were just starting to appear. And <laughs> it's almost like a generational thing. If, if you're any older than mid-50s, it's, I think it's a struggle to <laughs> use computers. Sure. Well, it's a, it's a completely different way of thinking. It's a completely different way of thinking um, about marketing and about your business and about success. And it is really interactive. And like I said, it changes really fast. So even for people in my generation, we still think it changes really fast. I was fortunate enough to grow up with this a little bit. It was a viable option when I was in college and coming into the field. And in my experience, people who did not have that as an option as they built their businesses, as they learned how to be successful in the world, as they learned their skill and their trade, this is like the other side of the spectrum. And figuring out how to get there, it's a struggle. But people shouldn't have to spend all their time figuring this out because there are people like me for whom it's not a struggle. And the thing with social media is, is almost if you're going to be out there and be an expert and put yourself out in the world, you have to take it into account. You're not ever going to make everybody happy and there can be negative stuff floating around and, and that's life and you shouldn't take it personally. But if you don't proactively create a presence on there, you may end up with one you don't want. Is that kind of your experience? Sure. That is definitely definitely my experience. Usually, if you're not proactive about social media, in my experience, uh, one of two things happens. Either, like you just said, you don't create your own presence online, and so one gets created for you. Because there are so many outlets for people and consumers these days to voice their opinions, regardless of how valid they are, or there are a few people, a few clients that I've come into contact with that really managed somehow to not have any internet presence at all. And the problem with that is that just like people of my generation and younger, just like social media is something that we have come of age with and that we use regularly and it's kind of like second nature, 
to many of us. Just like that's true, the same can be said for the entire internet altogether. People of my generation younger and, and even the generation just older than I am, that's how we function in the world. So we have this huge millennial generation that's coming of age now that is bigger than the baby boomers were. They're the biggest generation to ever come about in the last century. And they live on the internet. They make all their decisions through the internet. They find all of their information through the internet. And if you don't have a viable presence, they're not going to find you. I do some local business marketing as well. And when I search around and I'll, I'll pull up somebody that's maybe a local painter or somebody that probably thinks they don't need an internet website or any kind of presence. And sure. I tell you, you don't find them or you see these weird listings that say like, you know, Manta or all these things. And it has some gobbly gook in the, and you just think, well, are these people still in business? Sure. Not only that, you start to think, are these people even reliable. Even if the presence isn't positive, you question their abilities and their skill and their reliability and whether there's even someone you want to hire because it gives you this impression of unreliability or unprofessionalism. Even they, they could be the best at what they do in your whole area. People make those decisions based on those first impressions. And if the first impression is this weird internet listing that doesn't really speak well of your business, people are going to make that gut reaction regardless of your skill or your actual merit. It's just like how you dress going to a party. I'm kind of a stereotype, but usually these super genius types, <laughs> pocket protectors or, you know, their their colors don't match. And yeah, they're, they're probably the smartest person in the room, but people just ignore them because of how they look. And that's pretty much your social media and internet presence is how you dress for a party or a public appearance. Yes, I like that analogy. Your your social media presence is absolutely your your like party attire. Well, one of the things we want to do in the Breakthrough Factory, obviously, is we're helping people to orient to everything they need to know. It's not exhaustive because there's so much to know. And as you say, there's every day there's a new social media platform. Mm-hmm. But what we want to give them is kind of a big picture overview that then they can drill down into what's right for them. And everybody's different. The personal aspects of Facebook may not be right for somebody who's LinkedIn or I don't know. What is your overall big picture just in a kind of a nutshell? That's a big request because social media is, like you said, incredibly huge. And like we've already said, it changes very literally. It changes nearly every day. And from practices to new platforms, those all happen very quickly and very often. However, I think the most important thing to take away from social media learning in general is kind of something you've already alluded to, and it's that it has to be a very personal, very individualized process. The nature of social media is one of connection. It is connecting businesses and individuals in a platform that has never existed before. It allows consumers and potential clients and the people you're trying to reach to connect with you in like real time. The thing about that is your social media, whatever it ends up looking like at the end of the day, it has to be reflective of who you are as a person or as a business, you know, whatever you're marketing. Doing things just because they're the quote unquote right thing to do or it's what you're quote unquote think you're supposed to do on social media don't work because then they kind of feel inauthentic. People are so internet savvy and they're social media savvy today that comes across. They can feel that. The most important thing about social media is when you take this overall learning of like, here's how all these platforms function. And there are best practices for each one. There's best practices for Facebook. There are best practices for Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, LinkedIn, all of these things, but they might not all be right 
for your specific brand. That's the key to successful social media is making it specific to you and your brand. And it has to speak to who you are because people really are looking to connect. That's the purpose of social media. And if they don't feel like they're connecting with an authentic version of you or your business, then it becomes counterproductive. Yes, exactly. And that's that's really the big picture in the Breakthrough Factory as a whole is what we see almost everywhere in all the trainings and things that you take is really everybody is just modeling and copying and trying to say, look at me, this is how I do it. I'm successful, so you need to do it like me. And that is just not right for you because you have something different to offer. And those people don't reach everybody just because they seem like everybody thinks they're the big shot. A lot of people are turned off by them and how they do things. And you have to build from the ground up, as we talk about over and over. You learn the steps to create footholds and to build a solid foundation that all revolves around what you bring to the table. As you say, there's no better way or worse way to express it in the social media. If you get it right, it's, it's wonderful. If you get it wrong, we've all seen these people that have invested all this time and effort and they're just getting the daylight speed out of them. Yeah, absolutely. So what I like to do in that regard with the people that I have had the opportunity to work with in my experience with social media is to show them and teach them about all of the opportunities that are available online for ways to communicate about themselves and who they are and to connect with with the people that they're trying to reach in a really personal way. Then help them decide which platforms and which practices really are the best for their specific brand or their specific business because you don't need to do all of them. You don't need to do every social media platform that comes out. There are ones that are going to work better for you. There's some that are going to work better for others. And it just, again, depends on the image, the brand that you want to communicate and where your consumers are. Where is your audience and what do they want from you? And how can you be the most authentic and the most consistent? It's really important to understand the whole milieu or however you want to say it of these different platforms. I was in technical sales back during the internet crash of 2000. The internet just was this crazy bubble that just everybody was buying internet companies that were just pieces of paper and just blowing millions of dollars because people did not understand that what the internet did that was so profound was created efficiency. And most of that efficiency was on the background. It was the stuff that used to take forever. Like you probably didn't even (laughs) remember these days, Mm -hmm. but faxing everything and doing everything by paper. And when we were able to move to internet backends to improve the communication and the efficiency of business, that's kind of a hidden thing that's, that's not seen by the public. So they just assumed, oh, you got a website. Well, that's a million dollar thing. That all crashed because of this kind of lack of understanding. And so it's the same thing with social media. It's not a panacea that everybody's on Facebook. So all I need to do is get on Facebook and everybody sees me. Right? How do you how do you right. explain that to people? It's exactly true and it's it's slightly more complicated than that. People look at the internet and it's funny that you mentioned like the efficiency and, and the things that it brought to business and to how we even function on a day to day basis as individuals. My very first job as a side note and kind of a funny story, my very first job out of college, my boss at the time asked me to fax something and I had no idea <laughs> how, how to fax something. I'd never done it before. But I could could use the internet with the best of them. So that's funny. But yeah, people look at this at the social media platforms as this big, giant, overwhelming thing. The first thing that I usually get is overwhelm. Overwhelm from people because there are so many platforms and so many rules and they're all so different. There's a little bit of freedom in in understanding that using every single one of them to the best of its ability is not something you have to do. Let's pick the best ones for you. Let's, Let's pick and choose here what communicates best for you. 
Aside from efficiency, social media has made marketing and advertising more accessible than it's ever been. It, it used to be, I wasn't alive for this, but as far as I understand, <laughs> it used to be you had to hire somebody, you had to hire a company to advertise or to reach new audiences because you know, we're talking about magazines and billboards and all those things that you couldn't do or produce on your own. But social media really has made it more accessible than it's ever been for people and brands and companies and businesses to interact with on an individual basis the people that they're looking to connect with to sell to to support them you can do it all from the comfort of your own computer your own home if you understand how it works and how to do it effectively but jumping on individual social media platforms just because you see someone else on the same one or other people are having success doing this so i'm just going to do it i just have to get on facebook and then people will see me there are a lot of people on facebook and there are a lot of people on Twitter and Instagram and Pinterest and all of the rest of the social media platforms out there. That's the reason the, the sheer number of people, you know, because again, it's, it's, it's more accessible than it's ever been. People can just do it, you know, and lots of people, have, they try to just do it themselves and without really understanding because of that and the sheer number of people that we're working with. This isn't even just your geographic area or even just your country. I mean, this is the world. The world is online. The world is on these social media platforms. Just getting on them and kind of half-heartedly using them, you think the right way, doesn't really work like that because you have to figure out some way to not only communicate yourself authentically, like I mentioned before, but to find the people that you actually want to connect with because no one wants to market to the world. Your, mm -hmm. Whatever you're selling, your brand, your product, your whatever, isn't good for everybody. You have to find those people that it's good for and how do you find them in a sea of millions of Facebook users or millions of Twitter users? How do you find them? How do you connect with them? And how do you do it all in a way that makes you not only appear desirable to them, but is still authentic to who you are and what your brand is? Those four questions seem intuitive and like, well, of course, I have to find people to connect with, but it's a process. There's a way to do it on each platform and it's different for each platform and it takes time and effort and understanding. The people that have the most trouble with social media, in my experience, are the people that want to do it and they try, but they don't really understand how it works. And so they can't leverage the platform to work well for them. Exactly. It makes perfect sense. And a couple of things to keep in mind, too, is that people on social media, because they're in the safety of their computer, tend to dehumanize interaction on there. And so they will say things that are nastier that they would never say to somebody's face or to your face. Sure. And so it, it, it just gets way blown out of proportion the same way you, you can't tell the intent behind an email and you can really, you know, create yeah, sure. problems, you know just writing an email. So really the whole thing of really thinking through how you communicate in this kind of weird medium that we've never really had before it's kind of instantaneous, but yet it's like writing a letter, but it's instantaneous. So, you know, in the old days, you might write a letter, and by the time somebody got around to writing you back, they would probably lose whatever anger. But if you, if somebody misunderstands you and, and they can immediately fire back something that's maybe a personal attack and it can escalate quickly. I really think that social media has taken the best and the worst of humanity and put it on fast forward. We get access to amazing information and we can connect with people and we can see and know so much more than we ever did. And that's fantastic. All in the click of a button in an instant. And at the same time, like you said, emotions run high, they dehumanize. There's a lot of competition and it has certainly both sides of the coin are there. 
as a business, you have to be aware of that and anticipate it and be able to work with it and you know, hopefully spin everything for your best interest. Yeah, and triage and recovery when, when things will, will go wrong at times. Absolutely. If I was coming to you to run my social media, mm-hmm. how would I be able to know that you can express me in the way that I want to be expressed because I'm not necessarily doing it. I'm turning it over to you. How does that kind of work? Doing social media for someone and doing it really authentically and really successfully sort of happens in a process. But it's really easy at times to want to, and I know that there are other people in the business who, who kind of work this way, who will have a company or a person come to them to run their social media and they'll just kind of take it over and do all the right things say the right stuff, put the right number of posts up, create the right Facebook pages and the right. And it works sometimes. But in my experience, when I'm working specifically with someone, so if you would come to me personally to run your social media for you, I should preface with I prefer to teach people to do it themselves. Sometimes that means I teach the person who's putting their brand online to do it themselves or the owner of the business to do it him or herself. Sometimes that means that I teach a group of people to do it because I really do believe that authenticity especially in this time when social media is getting larger and larger and larger and more and more people are there. It's not new anymore, right? So there was a point in time where social media was new and exciting. And so just being on social media did something for you or said something about you. We're accustomed to it now at this point. So just being on there doesn't necessarily do anything. And that's where I think the authenticity comes in and the connecting with people in a really personal way comes in because that nowadays is what makes you stand out. I think the best people that know their business are the people that run the business and are doing the work and are immersed in it every day. That's not always possible, but that is my preference. And I do work with people for whom it's either not possible or honestly, who are just not interested. One particular person comes to mind, one company that I worked with, where the kind of higher ups in the company, the ones that I would have liked to kind of take this time to work on these platforms, were just not interested. In fact, the owner of the company had never even used a computer ever. And he was like, I'm not going to start now. So then that ended up being a situation in which I didn't get what I really wanted, which was to have someone in the company do it. And at that point, it just takes a lot of learning and time and relationship building on my part to really understand who the company was, who these people were, why they were doing what they were doing, where are they coming from? And and really those kind of questions, those questions that we ask for social media to really be successful in it are very similar to the questions that we would ask in marketing in general to be successful. And the process I find is beneficial for people and companies and businesses because it really does force them to consider some of those challenging questions like, why do you do what you do? What is the driving force behind this organization or this brand? And why are you here? How did you get here? Those kind of things. Things that we don't think about when we're doing the ins and out of our business every day, but are really important and should really inform all of the information that we put out there for the public and really needs to inform the information you put into your social media marketing. It sounds like all this stuff can just be overwhelming and, and so much going on. And, and I think, again, what, you, what you've reiterated is the core is that you've got to get the you part right. The more authentic you can be about what you do, what you have to offer, and the better you understand who you have to offer it to, this stuff gets a whole lot easier because you're not trying to figure out, oh, should I do this or should I do that? You're just like being yourself. If you can really be yourself, then it really just comes about how well can you express it. If you understand what you're doing and really get clear on that, it just clears up so many problems. Yeah, absolutely. And it makes social media much more effective. Kind of 
mentioned previously, in a world where social media has become commonplace and the internet has made things instantaneous and people are so accustomed to sitting behind their screen and being separated, being disconnected, so to speak, you know, dehumanized, like you had mentioned before, when something on the internet feels and is really authentic and really is looking for personal connections with the right people, that stands out. The neural networks and somebody like you are just different than somebody like me. The way that you think and because of what the environment you've grown up in are, are vastly different. You see it all the time, people walking down the street, two friends together, and they're both on their cell phone or they're texting and they're talking to each other. They're talking to somebody that's not even with them. Sure, it, somebody across the world, most likely. Yeah, you know. it's amazing. You're going to be a real asset to us bringing what you do in the background and the experience and having taught this at the college level and, and to a, a whole range of different people, be a, a very valuable resource. I did want to touch briefly on your background as a graphic artist, because that's another topic that we're going to have you talk a little bit about. Sure. And a couple of things that I would like to talk about. The first would be illustration. Now, I know that's one of your specialties, and that's more of a, tr we think of traditionally of drawing things for the newspaper before you had all these computer-aided stuff. But illustration can really add a, a touch that stands out from the kind of, you know, standardized. And I don't have any sense of design at all, so I depended on people like you. How would you say illustration maybe sets apart things as opposed to just typically throwing together some pre-done graphics, and how, how does that relate right. to people online versus, say, the old days of print? Sure. Um, well, illustration is a funny thing these days because it has become such a large field. And I say that because we typically think, you know, when we hear illustration, people think of children's books. They think of traditional advertising when it was, like you said, you know, use your pictures for the newspaper, those kind of things. And, and really, it's become such an accessible thing these days in that illustration not only spans from those traditional techniques, you know, it goes all the way up into in the digital age. And I've been fortunate enough not only to have been trained in those traditional techniques, but also to have been trained in digital illustration. Illustration is an incredible thing. It's very powerful. You know, just like we were talking about with social media, where people have just become accustomed, like we're accustomed to the internet, we're accustomed to clip art, like people have seen it. Illustration adds that personal touch. It allows you to work with an artist and really take visual components of your brand and make them personal. And whether that's icons for your website that you have someone craft for you specifically, or it's illustrations for a presentation or a pamphlet or any number of places we could put pictures. And we're completely a visual society. We're just taking those images. And aside from just finding something on the internet and putting it in place, which is what some people do, and we all know. There's not a single person on the internet when you're using clip art that doesn't look at your stuff and say, oh, I know that's clip art, or I've seen that before, <laughs> or we know. We can we look at your stuff and we judge you because it's clip art. Being able to work with an artist and say, okay, this is my brand and this is what I'm going to communicate and this is who I am. And can you make me visuals that speak to that, that are mine, that are only mine, you know, no one else has seen before. And I think it's that. It's that personal touch. It's that individual, authentic I know that these fit into my brand and I know what they communicate to the people that I'm reaching because they were made just for me. If you just don't have the eye and have the talent for that, there are some tremendously talented people and you just don't have to fear turning it over to them, people like Carrie, to handle this. And it's, it is a collaborative process and maybe you could just touch on a couple of things that really help you and also that really drive you to pull your hair out when you're trying to get out of people what they want because I know that can be 
challenging at times. How do, how do people express to you what they want and what do you like to see? Working with people can be challenging at times. There's no hiding that. People vary in taste and they, they vary in preference. And when it comes to working with a designer or an illustrator or an artist, the best advice that I can give is to either know what you want and be able to provide examples. Take a few minutes before you meet with your graphic designer if you're having someone do your website and find some websites that you like or websites that you hate and be able to communicate why. What is it about this that I like? Or what is it about this that I don't like? The same thing for logos or illustrations. If there's something that you love, that you know on some level that you really, really want to include or you're really looking for, some stylistic preference or some color, say that up front. Communicate that with the artist because there really is a collaborative process. Some people approach me as a designer or an artist and I think they have this idea of artists in their mind that they are sort of these like ethereal beings that... <laughs> are going to be struck by inspiration and we're going to find the muse and then we will just magically create the perfect thing for them or their their business and it really doesn't work that way. While we are inspired and, and we are, there are many of us that are incredibly talented, we rely on you to communicate with us, to give us direction, to, to narrow it down so that we know what you like and what you don't like. I have worked with clients before, for example, who hated the color green, just hated the color green, could not stand it, but they won't say that. And then when I give them green logos or logos with green in them, they're like, I hate these logos. But it's, it isn't that they hate the logos. It's that they hate the color green, but they never communicated that. And there's no way for me to know unless they say it. And the most challenging part sometimes is just working that, like, say, what is it that you don't like? Like figuring it out. What is that thing? And I will come to the end. And sometimes it's like, oh, you just hate the color green. And inside, I'm like, I wish you would have just just told me, please don't use the color green. And I never would have used it. They kind of were just kind of viewed as these, these people who are going to come up with the magical right answer visually without the information. Or some people don't want to, they don't want to hinder our process. I know it's a creative thing. I didn't want to, you make us much more effective if you communicate well. The other thing that I would tell people is that if you don't know what you want, that's totally okay. So I have people that come to my business or me and, and they want visuals or graphics. They usually are kind of distraught that they don't know what they're looking for. And I have to assure them that, that it's my job. It is my job to help them figure it out. And whether that be by showing them options and helping them narrow it down or pick out what they don't like and what they do like, or by spending time with them and really trying to understand what they're trying to communicate and their brand and what image they want to put out to the world. It's a process that we're both going to engage in. I could sum up all of that advice in one word and it's participation. It has to be a collaborative process in which both parties participate. That seems to be the issues I run into where either people are distraught because or nervous because they're not sure they can participate in the right way. And they don't give us designers and us artists enough credit for that we're going to participate too and help them figure it out. Or they don't communicate because they don't want to get in the way or they think that we're just going to know. And it makes the process much more difficult and longer than it really needs to be. That makes perfect sense. And in fact, we'll be addressing the core of why we behave that way as human beings. There is actually errors in the way that we think in those situations. And uh, we tend to fill in the gaps. Our brain just fills in the gaps with things. Like you say, this inspirational artist is just going to know what's right. right. Everything is a process. I mean, life is a process. We're not going to get it right. We never really get it right. We just get a little better at it, hopefully. And that's kind of the way to look at things is get the process down and get the core fundamentals of who you are and then follow 
a sensible process and don't take on all this stuff. This is really not real. That's what hinders us so much. I appreciate your time and uh, we're looking forward to having you inside the Breakthrough Factory. Is Any last thoughts you have before we jump off here? No, just that I'm really excited to be a part of this and I can't wait to help people find success this way. Super. Well, we'll see you on the inside. Great. Thank you. Thanks for joining us in the Breakthrough Factory. You'll find much more at BreakthroughFactory.com.